Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. You know, I've done videos on some of these um, fake meats, fake cheese, fake eggs. And in this video, I want to share with you my thoughts on why it's really never going to go mainstream. Recently, I was at uh, an outdoor restaurant and um, I saw on the sign, it said um, burgers, right? So I ordered a burger and she says, you know, that's it's a vegan burger. I said, no, thank you. She said, no, no, they're really, really healthy. I mean, everyone's doing them. I said, no, thank you. If you don't have any real meat, um, what else do you have? And they said, well, we have omelets with real eggs. Perfect. So I ordered the omelet with feta cheese. I quickly realized there was something not right because my, my throat was itching. And I was like, what the heck is going on with my throat? And um, it was real eggs, but the feta cheese was fake cheese, okay? And so I went up to the person and I said, what are the ingredients? You guys serve real cheese or is it some other ingredients? And then he showed me the ingredients of the cheese. And this is what it had. It had canola oil, which is super processed, highly inflammatory. It also had tofu, which is not a fermented product. It also had soy protein, which of course is GMO and highly processed. It had something called autolyzed yeast, which no one knows what's in that. And then another ingredient called carrageenan. Okay, so any one of those ingredients could create an irritation in my throat. And I don't know exactly which one it was, but my body totally let me know, don't eat that. So what's going to happen over time as more and more people are testing out some of these alternative animal products, their health is going to suffer because the ingredients are not healthy. I think a lot of people have bought the Kool-Aid that beef is a very unhealthy food and it's destroying the planet and uh, we must get rid of cows. And of course, I'm not talking about the factory farming cows. I'm talking about farmers that actually let their cows graze on pasture. I mean, what is wrong with 100% grass-fed beef? Uh, it's actually a super healthy food and it's extremely healthy for the environment. Before we get into that, I want to mention something about the Impossible Burger, and uh, I think there's another one called Beyond Burger. So here's the list of the ingredients in the Impossible Burger. Soy protein isolates, which again are GMO. Um, you also have potato protein, okay? I mean, how much protein is in a potato, and is it really complete or um, partial protein or amino acids? Uh, it also has cultured dextrose, okay? So we have this cultured synthetic sugar. Uh, we also have modified food starch. And just so you know, modified food starch is maltodextrin, okay? It's higher than sugar on the glycemic index. So we're going to add this sugar to the protein, not a good combination. It also has something called methyl cellulose, okay? That is for texture. And um, who knows what that's going to do in your gut microbes? It's definitely a synthetically made product. Um, and it's processed, and it's inflammatory, but they have to use it to give you the texture of meat. And then you have another ingredient called soy leg hemoglobin. Now, what the heck is that? Well, it's basically a bioengineered protein from soy, which gives you the taste of meat, the texture of meat, 
but it's not meat. And because it's not really classified as a food, it's not recognized as being safe. There's really no long-term safety studies. So who knows what it's going to do to the population? Then we have another burger called the Beyond Burger. In this one, we have pea protein isolates, very highly processed uh, protein out of peas. And if I'm not mistaken, the way that they process it, they have to use things like hexane, just like they do in, in canola oil and other seed oils. But the point is that they're not just taking peas from the farm and you know making this in the burger. They're actually turning it into a highly processed product. And of course, canola oil, which is another GMO oil, and then rice protein, and then mung bean protein. And then we have to add the methyl cellulose, which we've just mentioned before. And to put the icing on the cake, we have potato starch just to make it taste a little bit better. So we mix this starch or sugar with the protein and we get this uh, glycation. Not good for your body. You see, in regular grass-fed beef, you don't have potato starch. You don't have seed oils. You don't have to add things that um, give it texture. So unfortunately, you're in a big experiment right now. So as far as sustainability, they're not sustainable for your health and they're not sustainable for the environment. But the bigger message of this video is something that's very, very important. What is it about cows that are grazing in the pasture um, that is so healthy? Well, um, I want to show you this book right here, this book called Soil, Grass, and Cancer. Okay. Cost me $250. It's, it, it's like you can't find something. Uh, Kindle. This is the link between human and animal health and mineral balance of the soil, okay? I read this, I'm on my second time through. It's a fascinating uh, book on the relationship between what's going on in the soil, what's going on in the plant, what's going on in the animal, and then how that relates to our human bodies as far as our health. If there's something missing in this chain, it can greatly affect our health. I mean, if you think about it, if you take um, land, let's take the worst case scenario, like you have just dirt, right? I mean, there's no fertility in that soil. How are you going to make that soil fertile? You can't do it without putting an animal on that land. So cows are the best way to make soil very, very fertile. And how do they do that? Well, through a cow pie, okay? Manure. The cow pie is the ultimate fertilizer. It's loaded with nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium that goes right back in the soil. It also has carbon that is put back into the soil as well. But more than all of those things, it puts the microbes back in the soil. But it's really the concentration, the density of those microbes in the soil that makes the plant nutrient dense, the animal nutrient dense. It all comes from the microbe. Now, I recently did a video on this one topic and I interviewed uh, Dr. James White, who has his PhD in plant biology. You know, it's a fascinating discussion because the way that a plant gets its nutrients is through the microbes dissolving minerals from rocks and then exchanging with the plant root carbohydrates that feed the microbe. And then the microbes give the plant nutrients like certain minerals. But there's something new that I just learned that just was actually mind-blowing. There's another mechanism where a plant gets its nutrients. It'll actually attract microbes and suck the microbe right into the root and into the plant and extract nutrients from the microbe like nitrogen, phosphorus, and other minerals. So in other words, it's not just the exchange of microbes at the root level. 
it's actually pulling the microbe in, taking out the nutrients, and then pushing this microbe back out into the soil to recycle and get more nutrition to bring it right back in. There's a whole machine going on in the soil level that that plant is dependent on that microbe. And that's called the rhizophagy cycle. Rhizo meaning roots and phagy meaning eat. So the roots that eat microbes that pull the nutrition in there. So to create health, we need nutrient-dense foods, okay? And the only way to get the nutrient-dense foods is to consume food that's grown on nutrient-dense soils. And so I will guarantee the plants that are in the Impossible Burger, that are in the fake cheese, that are on the Beyond Burger, are using genetically modified things, which then inhibit this microbial growth. I mean, even take a look at glyphosate, right? Which is in Roundup Ready. They classified that as an antibiotic. What do you think that does to the soil microbial life? 